forever. Dog. Welcome to Hills I Die On. Thanksgiving stinks. Being old is awesome. I believe twins should be separated at birth. The Bachelor is the perfect way to find love. Adults who like Disneyland are deeply unwell. Welcome back to another episode of Hills I Die On. Today is an exceptional day on the podcast because today we are joined by a truly wonderful and talented human. She is a writer slash actor for a show such as A Black Lady Sketch Show, Perfect Harmony, and A Legendary Christmas with John and Chrissy. She's also just a gosh darn delight, and she's here to die on a hill with us today. Please welcome to the podcast, Akilah Green. Hi. Hi. <laughs> I am so embarrassed that you put actress in my <laughs> bio. I knew you would be, and I'm so sorry, but so you're on the shows. You're on the shows. You have it's the credits. So it's on funny. the IMDb. It's in the podcast. <laughs> I I shot Ashley Nicole Black's puppet in the intro of a Black Lady sketch. That was you. <laughs> Wait, yeah. I am starstruck. That is amazing. That's so funny. That they were counts. Like, they were like, you, we need you to take off your earrings and remove your lipstick and look homely. And so I hope that is the reason why you didn't recognize me. <laughs> that is the funniest thing ever. I have to go back now. And that is 100% an acting credit. So it counts for that the record. That is so funny. Uh, I'm starstruck by that. But I'm twice as starstruck by the fact that you got to work with Chrissy Teigen. Oh, my goodness. I wrote on uh, John and Chrissy. Christmas special a couple of years ago. So much fun. So fun. So silly. Chrissy is hilarious. Like if you think she's funny on Twitter, she's like exponentially funnier in person. Uh, I can only imagine. She's got ridiculous comedic timing. That's amazing. Oh, what a what a treat. What a lineup of shows you've been able to work oh, on. Oh, thank you. Also, we I thought we met like I mean, we formally met at Chelsea's screening party, which was like probably the last social event I went to. Right. <laughs> right. Uh, but the you were reminding times. me that before that we actually did. We probably met at our writer mixer between Single Parents and Perfect Harmony. We had to. OK, so. Single Parents Writer's Room, I think, was directly above the Perfect Harmony Writer's Room. Yes. And our show, um, Perfect Harmony, the Writer's Room, was just like the most fun room I've ever been in. So we played games and had happy hours all the time. And so we decided to invite you guys to one of our Friday happy hours. And I fancy myself as a mixologist. So I made like (laughs) cocktails based on our show. So I made a Kentucky Mule. For Perfect Harmony, which yes. is based in Kentucky. And then I made like a whole, a spiked Hawaiian punch for single parents. <laughs> that is amazing. I remember them being delicious. I also remember starting single parents. And like, of course, I love the show and it was so much fun. But we would look outside and you guys would be like playing Frisbee and doing like. <laughs> we, we had like a relay. Contests. Yeah, we had and like a relay race in the alley. <laughs> truly, JJ would be like, OK, can everyone please sit down? We're breaking the story. We were like, but, but. That perfect. Is- so funny. <laughs> well, and when you, so we like we're cheesy on uh, in that writers room. So we had like we put on fa- like blazers <laughs> for our mix our meet and greet because we wanted it to be a networking event. We called it business event Amazing. because none of us work in offices, and we put on name tags. And so we thought that was really funny. And then you guys came down and were so cool and so hip. Like the fact like, that you thought we were cool at hit and hip makes me so happy because the amount of anxiety we had walking down those stairs to.
to you guys was so palpable. Everyone was like, okay, we can do this. We're used to just each other and our snacks, but we can talk to other people. And I feel like, oh my God, it's just such insight into the psyche of all writers. they're, They're going to look down on us so hard because we actually had the nerve to put out name tags. Are you kidding? It was a, a brilliant move. Also, that should always be the case. As somebody who like cannot remember anyone's name ever, name tags should be a staple. That should be my hill if I ever do one of these. It's going to be that name I tag should be it. a staple in everyday life. I love it. You got so to switch you have to switch the roles and let somebody, yeah, you You're should so do a right. hill. You're so You know what? Let's screw scrap all this. <laughs> I know you've been doing your research too bad. It's Chunk my time it out to the shine. window. I'm totally kidding uh but the other thing you reminded me which i thought was funny was that the first time we were together then was not for the perfect harmony mixer it was when perfect harmony and single parents had to be together for that sexual harassment seminar incredible which was one of the most brutal seminars i think i've ever been a witness to why why was it so painful let me tell you why and i'll tell you because i'm i'm like hardcore entj like i like by, I like efficiency. I like to move quickly. And so the fact that he wouldn't just give us the information, but he had to stop and ask us, oh, yes. what does this mean? It's like, you have the answer. Tell us. And yes. then you go around the room. What do you think it means? It drove me insane. Did and there that, was some. Go ahead. No, no, go for it. There was somebody in the room who had on a loud jacket. It was like the, a jacket that <laughs> like that sounded like paper mache. Like every time this person moved, the jacket made noise. And between that jacket and this guy's questions, I was like, I, I might leave early and then accidentally harass somebody because I didn't get all the information, but I just couldn't take it. That's truly criminal. That was the actual <laughs> test. That was the test. Not, not the questions he was demanding we answer. Whether or not you physically went up and assaulted the person with the coat. <laughs> so you passed. So you passed. You don't have to sign anything. You're good to work for Fox and ABC that's so funny um but that actually is a good segue uh the fact that we talked about sexual harassment we both made it successfully through the training is a nice segue into what your hill is today because it has to do with human touch and affection would you mind telling us what your hill is okay so i think pda is great public displays of affection and i am pro them anywhere and everywhere I love that with all my heart. Uh, and again, we're not talking like Louis C.K. public displays of affection nope. with himself in front of all his female cohorts, because that's not PDA. That's assault. We're right. talking the good old fashioned holding your boyfriend's hand in public type of yes. PDA. Consensual PDA. Uh, I already showed all my cards to you uh, via text in that I would love to be able to debate you with this, but I love PDA. I love it. Uh, and now more than ever, when we aren't able to leave our house, it's going to be really hard for me to argue that I don't want to touch all of my loved ones. I'm really glad because I, so I don't know if you know this, but I was a lawyer before I was a writer. I saw that and I am very afraid. (laughs) No, but this is what I was going to say is that I intentionally chose to be a lobbyist as opposed to a litigator because I don't like to argue. Um, I'm more of like, Let's have a meal and I can tell you these interesting facts. And there's like, I'm not interested typically in the back and the forth. And so I'm so glad that like one, you're a delightful human being and two, we're already on the same side. So (laughs) I I too am relieved knowing this because when I saw lawyer, when I turned, what was your Instagram status? It's like writer recovering lawyer or something hilarious oh yeah i was like oh god i am totally screwed uh no you're not no we're going into this in a warm loving place yes absolutely and i was telling you like ashley nicole black's episode on here 
just like raise the bar so high. So I'm trying, but I've I- never felt so <laughs> destroyed by another human being. Ashley, we love you. I am still recovering from your she hell. <laughs> litigated a case on here. And I just want you to know that I won't be doing that. <laughs> I am relieved. I can settle back into the blanket I'm currently wearing as pants and be ready for a delightful conversation then. So let's get into it. I know you told me that you had a lineup of things. So if you want to just kick it off, I'm ready to hear your argument. Okay. So I have four categories of arguments for why PDA is a good thing. Amazing. Um, So the first category is benefits for the individual. So uh, public displays of affection. And I just want to like make sure everybody knows what that is. That's kissing, hugging, holding hands, you know, uh, the controversial same side sitting at a restaurant, which is one of my one of my favorites. Um, uh, same, one hundred percent same. <laughs> I will flip a table to make it longer so that we can sit at the same side. I love that. Yeah. So smart. <laughs> Thank you. So, uh, so the benefits for the individual. Okay, so it's intimacy, security, acceptance, validation, which are all things that we're seeking. Um, yes. Also, physical affection between partners lower stress. And then I found studies. Amazing. Okay. So women who receive neck and shoulder massages from their male partners responded to stressful experiences with lower levels of cortisol excretion. No way. And lower heart rates. Okay. So public so positive health implications, um, lower blood pressure. And then there was a third study where, uh, it placed women inside of an MRI machine and threatened them with <laughs> electric shocks. No and way. women who held hands with their partners during the experience showed impu- improved emotional regulation in the face of the threat. So, and it was as detected by reduced reactivity within the brain. So, you know, it lowers, it lowers stress. That's uh, which, amazing. Which we all need. A hundred percent. That's an amazing point. I love knowing this information. The only thing I can say to argue that is that most of the people who are anti-PDA aren't the people who have the option to have PDA. It's usually the single people who have to watch the PDA that don't like it. So arguably those people are not getting any of the benefits. And if it bothers them so much, it could be doing the reverse and causing more stress. Hold hold that thought because I have another category called benefits for onlookers. You're amazing. Uh, (laughs) But before I get there, I would like to talk about benefits for the couple. I'm just going to speed run through them because there are so many. So uh, it makes you and your partner feel desired and supported. Amazing. It helps your partner feel more comfortable expressing themselves. Uh, It can cause a little excitement, which is good. It leads to a deeper emotional connection. Uh, Like I said earlier, it leads to lower levels of stress. The neurotransmitter oxytocin is released when we receive affectionate touch. So this brain chemical helps us to bond to our partner. This is fantastic. (laughs) PDAs also signify your unity and commitment. Uh Uh-huh. And then touch helps us be present. So like if you're in a moment of frustration or anger or whatever, touch brings you back to the physical moment. So it's a very helpful like uh, tool for conversation and and uh, negotiation and, you know, that is so fascinating. Mm-hmm. The fact that it makes you more present makes so much sense. But right? I love actually being able to put a label to that is so cool. Um, it helps couples reaff- reaffirm and reinforce their love and commitment to each other. So like newly in love couples tend to be the most touchy feely. And so if you find yourself kind of having a moment of disconnect or a period in where your relationship is kind of like 
a little unstable, public displays of affection help you to remember when you and your partner were like head over heels in love. Amazing. Look, it's a love language for a reason. Yes. Shout like, out to everybody whose love language is physical touch. Is it yours? Yes. That and acts of service. Okay. I, I totally took the test and scored very high in all categories. So <laughs> you just love love. I really love love. Again, like I said, I can't lie on this podcast. I can only do the best I can. But where would we be without physical touch? I mean, we're getting a little bit of insight into what it's like to not be able to touch yeah. our friends and loved ones right now. And it sucks. I want to hug all the people I love right now. Well, it's interesting and not to bring this podcast down, but it, it will be interesting to see the long term effects of this quarantine i totally we'll be, agree we'll be like dealing with the emotional and psychological and physical like for people who like have health issues where like working out every day or running outside every day was helpful for managing certain conditions like it's going to be a slow rollout yeah it's going to be fascinating <laughs> i also yeah. feel like there will be two types of people coming out of this and it's going to be extreme in either direction it's going to be the people who desperately need human contact in yeah. any capacity and go straight to the p crowded beaches straight to you know excessive dating and all that stuff to the people who develop some type of like agoraphobia right like right. We're all, who are like slightly hesitant about leaving the house and still want to wear masks and gloves i don't yet know what camp i'll be in currently in my brain i'm like let me out of the house like let me tell you what it has done for me because i realized that uh i'm way more comfortable with quarantine than i thought i would be and so it's forced me to look around my apartment and figure out how I can make this place cozier. So yes. if I so if I succeed in making this place cozier, I might not leave. <laughs> I totally agree with you. Also on the topic of just relationships and and dependency with one another, Mike and I the other day looked at each other and we're like, I guess we could be okay if it was just us. And then I was like, Oh, I oh love God, that. sure. Or is it the most codependent thing you've ever heard? And it's like slightly ill. Like no, we all because, need to leave the house because I feel like there are other couples. Who looked at each other and said, as soon as this is over, I'm moving out. Oh, 100%. So, <laughs> I mean, the so divorce rate in China be, skyrocketed yeah. already. Yes. So it's great to look at your partner and not be horrified and disgusted after like a month and a half of being in the house. You're so, so right. Especially now that we are wearing blankets instead of sweatpants and are just walking around the house <laughs> fully. Not even sweatpants anymore. No, I love no, it. Not happening. There was, a there was a level below sweatpants and yep, it's blankets. And we found it. <laughs> All right. So I love this list of couples bonding. What is this? Do you have any others in this in this category? I have so many, but I'm also like, do I need to save some as counter arguments Ooh, <laughs> or am I, yeah. I going to like just repeat some stuff? I already said, I'm not sure how to play it, uh, but I, <laughs> I'm not sure yet. And so I then I also have so two more categories. So you you let me know what you're thinking. Keep going in this category because I'm okay. loving talking about the couple. If I can think of anything that can counter you I will do the best I can okay but in the meantime I'm like truly loving this this is informative and making me it's reinforcing my own behaviors about PDA because I love them so keep going so I anticipated some of your counter arguments and um <laughs> and and also like you know there are people online like the anti-PDA people online seem very angry and miserable and don't you don't want to be in that camp that's the biggest argument for not being you're so uh, right <laughs> for that for not being anti-pda but one of the things was like it's performative and uh people only do it because they're insecure in their relationships and like there's performance in everything that we do from what we wear and where, to, where we go and who we hang out with and so that part i put in the general category of like 
performance is has its pros and cons independent of this. Um, but for the people who are like, um, only insecure couples do it. I thought about the fact that like one way to know if your partner is not feeling good about your relationship or or not feeling secure about your relationship is if their PDA with you changes. So if they start to withdraw from you or recoil when you touch them, it's uh, in that way, it signals that maybe it's time for you guys to talk about things. So that's another way in which PDA is good. Oh, that's amazing. I love this so much. And yes, that was truly the biggest thing on the internet was people saying you're trying to advertise your love to others. It's inauthentic. If anything, I think we've surpassed physical PDA in that capacity. And maybe at some point it was used as a way to advertise your love in public. But now if people are trying to do that and it's inauthentic, a lot of times it's happening over the internet. And it's yes. the way that we post pictures about our loved yes. ones. And I actually did an episode episode with a friend of mine who was BuzzFeed famous for being in a couple. And you, you, if you haven't listened to that one, it's a fun one with Jen Levinson. But a lot of her argument was that the public display of affection was all they had. So being able to be internet famous and be reinforced with likes with people saying, oh, we love your relationship. The, you guys are couples goals made her think that she was in a healthier relationship than she really was in real life. Oh, that's interesting. Right? Yeah, no, it's interesting how the definition of public display of affection has broadened to include social media. Totally. Well, because it is public display, right? Yeah, it's, no, it's, it's the most sharing, public display yeah. with an even bigger audience than if you were at Trader Joe's. Totally. I mean, the only thing that was before that was really celebrity couples and like couples right. who used to be together for the sake of like, you know, the show or to try to make fans more excited. Right. Right. Because your manager set you up and said it'd be good. Exactly. For your movie promo. Yeah. Yeah. Um, OK, so then this is I thought was the funniest and kind of mo biggest stretch <laughs> okay, like, love like that. If I, like if I got desperate, <laughs> I was going to pull out. But it's, yes. but it's also just a fun thing. So there's a study published by the journal called Proceedings of the Royal Society. And it found that when monogamous animals like birds continue their displays after mating, so like the peacocking they do where they show their feathers, if they continue to do that, it means that they will put more energy into parenting. Oh, no way. So the findings suggest that monogamous <laughs> animals like humans snuggle or canoodle in public because it increases parents' investment in young and therefore in their young and therefore increases the odds of these children surviving. That is wild. I'm not <laughs> going to argue that because I want to believe it's real. If people tell me that I'm being gross with Mike in public, I'm going to tell them that it is a survival instinct. That's right. That I cannot help. <laughs> and your children will be amazing for it. I love that with all my heart. I mean, honestly, I'm on your team. I do partially believe that the only people who hate even light PDA are either the very lonely single people or like the sexually repressed who probably have some type of like internalized Catholic guilt right. from a nun at church school telling them to stay like six feet apart from their crush and dance. But otherwise, I'm so on board. So I have another category that I talked about earlier called benefits for onlookers. And you said, well, you know, uh, what if it causes anxiety for people who are looking? So Two things about that. I found another study. Okay. <laughs> so scientists in Sweden did an experiment where subjects experienced sensual caresses, then witnessed other people experiencing sensual caresses. Amazing. And then they, they observed their brain responses and learned that people react strongly and positively in both scenarios. 
So as it turns out, the psychological high you get from seeing a guy rub his girlfriend's back is just as intense as the one you get from actually having your boyfriend rub your back. No way. Isn't that interesting? I mean, it's yeah. one study, but that's fascinating. I mean, I guess it explains why we like watching it on TV or reading about it. Totally. That's why we like rom-coms, right? A hundred percent. And so oh. with PDA, you can live inside of a rom-com. <laughs> if, <laughs> or you're, if, you're... if you're open to it. I That one's interesting because I would wonder if you're getting the same effects from watching it live. It must depend on the setting and the person. But watching it live when it's in front of you feels a little bit more invasive than being able to turn on and off your TV because you can't control it. That's, right? that's true. Two points about that. So one, one argument for why it might be healthier than seeing it on TV is that you're looking at real people and not airbrush, airbrushed A-listers. Uh, and so it like it, it, it might have a like if you're looking at um, Brad Pitt and whoever, you know, on TV doing right. it, it's it, sometimes it feels a little bit out of reach or like I'd have to look like this person in order for that to be my reality. And so seeing two people in real life who are just normal, normal, regular people is probably healthier than seeing it on TV. Interesting. I also read an article, however, saying that we're more okay with PDA from people that are hot or people that are hot or really old people. We think that's cute too. We think that's adorable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I have an argument about that coming up. I'll do it now, which is that the more, (laughs) the more that we see it though, the more we normalize it. So So true. yeah, so that's in my benefits for society category. <laughs> I love that. Okay, wait. So 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 we're wrapping up the benefits for the couple and the benefits for the onlooker. Benefits for the onlooker. Earlier you mentioned like what if it causes anxiety for other people. And yes. what I would say to that is that in a society where we are able to come and go as we please, we have to deal with inconvenience in some time. Some people are allergic to dogs or afraid of dogs or have anxiety caused by dogs. And that does not stop people from bring, bringing their dogs to brunch. Sometimes you just have to cope. Uh, people play their phones, uh, their music on their phones without headphones. People come to work sick. People yawn without covering their mouths. We just have to deal with some things. I agree with you to a degree, but I think that we can also work as a culture to try to not do a lot of those things or try to be slightly less selfish about them. And to Agreed. that as well, I think PDA is has its time and place. And I think that you could argue there is a line, right? And I think you would agree that there is a line and what PDA is appropriate. You know, what, you know what I mean? There's a difference between a light kiss and holding hands versus like dry humping on the subway. <laughs> Yes, I will agree that there is a line. I will say that I don't know exactly where that line is. Line is. I mean, I'm, it's dependent on the situation and the circumstances and who's watching for sure. And I feel like my line is probably uh, a little further out than a lot of people. Amazing. I love that. I actually, for after your categories, because I want to hear them, I have a list of possible PDA situations and we're going to help each other find the line. Watch me turn into a complete prude. Watch me just undo everything that I said. Well, we'll Uh, see. It's been great. That that would be fantastic. (laughs) What's your next box? I think that PDA can model good behavior for what healthy love can look like. That's a potential of, like we said, that PDA can be excessive and in the wrong place. But when done appropriately, I feel like there are people who might have had negative imagery, either from childhood or past previous relationships, where looking at uh, at other couples be happy kind of causes hope 100%. and optimism. Um, I think it's especially important to see women freely expressing themselves sexually or physically. I totally uh, agree. Um, and I think it's also really important when you see PDA among a diversity of couples, so race, uh, 
sexual orientation, people who don't look like you. I think that's helpful for expanding our brains uh, and causing us to see people who are different from us as more human. A hundred percent. It's the will and grace effect. It's seeing people and normalizing relationships that are different than our own. That's right. Love that. Not arguing that one. Okay. That's for sure. <laughs> All righty. And so then the last category is like, what does it say about our society? So acceptance of PDAs is a good thermometer of the tolerance of a society because uh, it reflects a more liberal attitude towards sexual, sexual expression, especially women's sexual expression. I completely so, agree with that. And I would say it must be completely different across cultures. Correct. And so in my research in countries and places that are more conservative and more religious, you see less intimate touch between partners. And then, of course, in some totalitarian countries, PDA is banned. So, yeah. So an argument for PDAs is that uh, PDAs are a sign of a progressive society. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. I don't think I realized that. I mean, I guess I could kind of understand it, but even, you know, in our society versus like, say, France. Yeah, because then there's politics and culture sure. and society, which, you know, are all slightly different. Totally. Um, but it is so true that the line is so different. I mean, I dated a French guy once and he was like, well, I was talking to my mom about our sex life. And I was like, I want to die. <laughs> Excuse I'll die right me. here. Yes. yes. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So that's an argument for why you want to see more PDA. And I think the more people we include in this PDA accepted tent, <laughs> like same sex couples and racial couples, blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah, is better. So our goal should be to encourage more PDA among more people. I am on board. I will hold my hand everywhere for the sake of the world. (laughs) Um, And then my last point, can you Mm -hmm. believe I finally made it to the end? My last point is that in times like these, now more than ever, as politicians say, we need physical touch and connection especially since we've been locked up in our houses, which is how we kind of began this conversation. So I feel like we should be hoping for PDAs because if we ever get to the point where couples are making out on the same side of a booth, it means that we have made it out of quarantine and that COVID is behind us. So true. I love that with all my heart. (laughs) It's positive and hopeful. I'm going to get out of here and I'm going to start kissing everyone I know on the lips. That's right. It's going to cross the line and I can't wait for it. I feel like the line will be wobbly for the first couple of months out of quarantine. Yes, I know. I say that. And then I feel like the first person who tries to shake my hand, I'm going to be like, you monster. You're trying to kill me. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. Uh, I love these points with all my heart and soul. I have having a really tough time arguing them (laughs) for many reasons, both because I don't want to. And also because I do genuinely believe that people who exhibit this type of behavior are warmer humans oftentimes, you know, can, and again, I think there's a line and I think we're going to find it in this upcoming game, <laughs> but I think you are doing a phenomenal job so far. Thank you. You are so welcome. Uh, are you ready for this little game I got for you? Yeah. Okay, great. So again, this is a list of possible PDA situations and you can tell me if you think that they're appropriate or if they've crossed a line. I'd also okay. love to know, are you, are you currently in a relationship? You're I'm married, not. right? Oh no, you're I'm, not. Okay, great. Not, not married, not in a relationship. <laughs> this is great to know during a time where you can now be zoom dating you can use this for your profile to be like hey guys look how fun i am (laughs) i am open for touching in public let's do this Uh, okay so first off we have we'll start from the basics holding hands love it love it so much if you see other people doing it god bless you i love it and i want to know when they met and how they met and all the wonderful meet cute stories about it i totally 
agree. I think handholding is romantic, not gross. It's amazing. The next one I have, we talked about a little bit, sitting on the same side of the booth. It is it combines my favorite things, food and physical touch. Yes. <laughs> and so, and then we're sitting next to each other and we're people watching, which is like my third favorite thing. Exactly. It's easier to also whisper and gossip when you're on the same yes. side of the booth. So I think friends should sit on the same side of the booth too. Yeah. I want to be having drinks, staring out into the world and be able to whisper about Correct. the things I like and don't like. Correct. That is my perfect evening. I completely agree with you. Great. So the line is not there yet. No. Here's an interesting one. Uh -oh. Where are you on using baby voice with your partner in public? Oh, man. Um, okay. So here's my general take on lines anyway. It's like, even though I may or may not do it, I, as a general matter, want people to do whatever they want to do. So I am not annoyed by it if other people do it. Do what I use baby voice. Um... It's interesting because the amount of terms of endearments of like honey bunny, sugar pie, baby love, like I feel like I'm not in a position. <laughs> like, Amazing. Like I, if we're dating, you've been called every sweet and sugary snack yes. that exists. A hundred percent. And it's possible that I'm not aware that I'm also using baby voice. That's hilarious. <laughs> That's even better. We're definitely nickname people as well. Like we'll use that type of behavior, but baby voice itself hurts my ears in a way it's like the nail on the chalkboard effect yeah, for that's me. Fair. baby voice crosses my line not because i don't think you should be able to do it but because it creeps me out yeah i remember that ex episode of sex in the city where samantha was having sex with a guy who kept saying itty bitty whittle whittle whatever and it yes. was so disgusting it's it so disturbing so horrible yes I that, completely said, agree. that said that <laughs> said if you if baby voice is your thing, I support it. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> I support. Yes, I support it, too. If that's what gets you going, Godspeed. I, I can't hate you for it. I'm definitely going to whisper to my boyfriend that you're doing it from the comfort of the same side of the booth. <laughs> exactly. And Great. That gives us something to talk about when we're sitting next to each other. Exactly. I love, I you're love so that. Right. OK, I love that. Uh, OK, here's another one. Asking someone to marry you in public. Yeah, you know, that is not my thing. I I I don't even want a wedding. Like I don't need other people involved. Like when you said you and Mike could just have each other, like that sounds primo to me. So, um personally, I don't know that I'm interested in in an audience for my proposal. Uh but I some people want and need it. I think if I saw it, I because I'm a sap, I would probably start to cry and Same. Become, I would <laughs> yeah and then I'd become very emotionally invested in Same. their Same. relationship I so, feel like I'd be like do we send them wine what do we do for them it's like you do not know these people I'm happy to MC. like yes. what, what do Wait, you need this is amazing and so true because the first time that we really hung out you agreed to walk me down the aisle at my oh, own wedding oh that's so funny <laughs> you went like were you were, were you just like newly engaged at that point yeah we, okay. I mean, we got engaged like right before all this stuff went down yeah so. and and so that's the first time we ever talked and you were telling me your engagement story and yes. I like I said I got emotionally invested and I was like how can I participate <laughs> I was in and I cannot wait I have not run this past my parents I don't know how they'll
you'll feel about it, but I'm thrilled to know that you will be there as well. It's an option on the table. That's exactly. (laughs) I love that with all my heart. I totally agree with you on the marriage in public thing. Not for me, but if it's your thing, God bless. I nothing makes me happier than a flash mob. If you're having a flash mob, I want to be a part of it so badly. So badly, come dance. Can I tell you, amateur choreographed dance brings me to tears every single time. So a flash mob? Are you kidding me? I would try to get in it. Um, so much yes I agree I will say this though I also really like it when I mean it's typically these uh, a man proposing to a woman I love it so much when the woman says no uh, because I just think it takes such resolve for like to be in front of people and to say no it's what well, you call it resolve I call it cruelty I think you say yes and then when you're in the comfort of your own home then you say no he'll already feel ashamed and sad and embarrassed that you're saying no in the comfort of your own home let alone having to traumatize him in front of his flash mob <laughs> yeah that's I, yes yes but that, like, I, like I don't have it I have been proposed to it was private and I it was a struggle to say no oh my gosh that is so brave but I also felt like you shouldn't have put me in this position. hundred percent. You know what I mean? And so yeah. I, and so we were like at a restaurant, like, like I don't need it out there that I am engaged to somebody I didn't want to be engaged to. Totally. Like, oh my God. So, I can't believe that happened. Yeah. It, a mess. Way to ruin my first proposal. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. That's okay. It doesn't count stricken from the record. That's stricken crazy. From the rec- That's yeah. the other thing that people need to know. You should not be proposing unless you have had the conversation like yes. 25 times with yes. both parties being like, yes, we are ready. Now go be free to do your thing. And you're in a good place. So like not like where where uh, what was previously a yes might no longer be a yes. <laughs> yes. A hundred percent. You absolutely cannot propose to try to. It's like having a baby to save a marriage. Yep. You cannot do it. Okay, we're totally on the same page with that. I love that so much. Uh, Okay, let's see. Next up, I have sitting on somebody's lap. Uh, (laughs) uh, uh, That one, I will say, feels more performative to me than the others because rarely is sitting on somebody's lap more comfortable than sitting on a couch. And so if you're doing it, like unless, you know, uh, you needed to give a pregnant person a seat, you know, it feels like a lot of a performance to me. I totally agree. It also boggles my mind because I'm in a relationship where I weigh 20 pounds more than my partner. So if I'm sitting on Mike, it's because he's like in trouble and I'm like trying to harm Ah, him. Thank you for saying that because I didn't want to say that, but yes, I haven't dated a guy like I'm from Texas uh, where they make people bigger. And so when I dated guys from Texas, I think I felt more comfortable sitting on laps. And then I moved to LA where everybody is vegan and intermittent fasting. <laughs> and, and I don't know who I've dated in recent memory, whose lap I feel comfortable sitting in. So completely and totally. <laughs> Mike can sit on my lap anytime. <laughs> I honestly, I think that's where we are. <laughs> yeah. Totally. I, we might be having a different conversation if I was feeling like a little teeny tiny delicate flower yeah, in my so, relationship. So I no. might just be hating on people who, sure. <laughs> for I whom it works think, out logistically. Yeah, same. I also think there is a difference between just like sitting on somebody's lap facing forward and like trying to do the spider on a swing set type of behavior yeah. past the age of like 14. It's no longer cute. It's like you're 30 years old. Get off his lap. Sit yeah. in the chair. It's a lot. Again, and like I said, for the most part, I'm like, you do you. I wouldn't do it. That one starts to that. I think that probably irks me more than baby voice. 
Sure. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah, because it just it feels baby boy. It's like no one's impressed by that. Like you didn't do that because you were trying to like appeal to a crowd. You're <laughs> right? So That's right. Some, but, but sitting on somebody's lap is like you came to put on a show. OK, then here's an interesting one off of that. Speaking of putting on a show, how do you feel about like territorial PDA? Like, for example, if I saw Mike talking to a hot girl at the party that I don't trust and don't like. And I went up to Mike and did sort of the arm lasso where I then like drew him into me and proceeded to have the conversation with both of them in like a, this is my man kind of way. Yeah. 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 Um, my, so many thoughts were swirling around my brain because there's like a, there's the, it, it depends. So the first thing about territory is like, it's also why we wear wedding rings and sometimes change our last name. So like so people, right. people love to be territorial. I personally don't like anybody touching anything that belongs to me. So, <laughs> so, so I get it. I also have been the single woman at parties where like, you're talking to some dude in the kitchen who you're not interested in. You're just chatting people up. And then a woman comes from nowhere and puts her hand on his shoulder. And I want to be like, please stop. Same. Like, get the hell up out of here. Same. Uh, I, I also feel like when that happens, I make it my like personal vendetta to be like, I am the most disarming person you will ever meet. I will roll over backwards to be your friend now because I don't want you to feel like I'm a threat in any way. Oh, interesting. I've never had that instinct. Oh my God. <laughs> I, it's like my biggest fear is I'm like, I promise I'm harmless. <laughs> yeah. I, it, to me, I'm just like, go away. Like I'm just in here trying to get a little slice of the brie like everybody else. Like leave me alone. Um, <laughs> That's that, hilarious. So then my other thought about it though as like you were saying if in your scenario that is a person whom you don't like mm -hmm. uh and like i'm very pro pettiness and so <laughs> like once this person has aggrieved you in some way i feel like all bets are off you're so right you're so <laughs> so right it's rare that i've ever been jealous of somebody that i didn't already know you know what i mean right like if there's if someone hasn't given you a reason not to like them then like be free go talk to whomever you want um but i totally agree with you i'm I pro petty I think it goes back to the point I was making earlier where like PDA can sometimes signal if you need to have a conversation with your partner about something. Because yes. if you are concerned that your partner is across the room talking to a stranger such that you need to put your arm on his or her back, that might mean that you don't feel super secure, secure in your relationship and maybe there are some things you guys should talk about and work on. Totally and completely. And could also signal that to them non-verbally so that they know to be like, oh, this is my person mm -hmm. I, let me introduce you and encourage the fact that we are together in a loving right. partnership love that okay where are you on bar makeouts like making out in a bar you know i feel like i've aged out of bar makeouts Same. so some some of it is just age we're like and i also don't no longer go to places where you it, it's appropriate to make out at the bar like i <laughs> same i went on a date one time uh and we went to Gracias Madre and this guy tried to like eat my face <laughs> and like Gracias Madre is like well lit and like a it's classy, classy joint. Yeah. <laughs> and I was horrified. So there's a line, right? There's a line for both you of what you want to do in PDA and also what you'd want to see then. And I have so to say, seeing somebody else do it, I feel like, again, I'm same side sitting and we are having a good time talking about it. Totally. Like, I I, I'm not bothered by it. Like, I think it's fascinating. Like, you guys can't keep your hands off of each other. It's daylight outside. There are yes. children present. This is funny to me, and I enjoy <laughs> watching it and talking about it. I totally so I, agree. I, yeah, I'm not bothered by it. For me, I think I'm, I've aged out of it. And if I 
did do it, it would be like a very dimly lit, uh, <laughs> like, yes. you know, or not, be so not a lot drunk. of people there. <laughs> so, yeah, so drunk. Yes. Exactly. Okay. I like that a lot. Uh, where are you in terms of PDA in front of your family? Huh? That's interesting. I think like I, like holding hands feels like about the right level. There's certainly no, um, sitting in laps. Oh, I definitely not. <laughs> yeah. I don't think there's tongue involved when kissing, like it might, maybe not even lips. There might be like a cheek kiss. Yeah. Uh, maybe arms around, around, like an arm around the waist, you know, but so like, I, I, I guess I'm somewhere in the middle. So I'm not, I'm definitely not like no way. Um, and I, my parents, like, I don't cuss in front of them. And, you know, so like it, we don't have a relationship where like, here's who I'm sleeping with. You no, know, same. <laughs> I, I definitely have a house where like you have to get a hotel because yeah. you, Dad okay. still leaves <laughs> the room if there's like a sex scene on. Yeah. Yes. Not happening. Yeah. And so I but I think my parents uh, would feel reassured that I like somebody enough to hold their hand in front of them. So, yeah, so I think that's there. That's kind of my line. That's great. I also think, you know, Mike and I have been together for so many years. And at first, we were probably slightly more hyper aware of each other's families. Like I, for one, you know, want his family to love me. And I'm like, oh, my God, I need to be as respectful as possible in front of my own family, even though we're definitely not the type of family who talks about sex or anything like that with each other either. Like, I think Mike and I have gotten much more comfortable, you know, just like hanging all over each other or or like, you know, sitting together on the couch or I'll like put my head on his lap or something if we're watching TV and that's fine and I don't care anymore. Well, and at the, at, at some of that has to do with time and comfort level. Exactly. Like they like him and right. you know what he's I mean? And they think, he's, they think he's a good person for you, in which case, like, you know, you've kind of overcome all of those hurdles. Exactly. You mentioned kids. Where are you in terms of like making out at a park or like people showing PDA at a kid's birthday party? <laughs> the kid's birthday party is hilarious because a park I was like, get your kids away. Like your kids don't run this park. Um, but that is how I feel as a person who doesn't have kids where I'm like, your kids are all over the place. Like if you don't <laughs> want them to listen. If you don't want them to see, go home. Um, so true. But if your kid sees somebody making out, I, I wouldn't make out in front of a kid. Uh, right. It's a weird if, thing to do. Yeah. But if you were already making out and then the kids showed up, do you stop? <laughs> It's right. sub question A. It's not um, your fault. If they show no. up, it's not your fault. If the parents see two people making out, out on a bench, that's not a place for you to put down your picnic blanket. Right. Like find another patch of grass. <laughs> um, a kid's birthday party, making out is intense. You know, like I, like I said, I think it's good for kids to see like healthy interaction between two people. Uh, it models good behavior. So like holding hands, a, a hand on the small of the back, that feels right to me making out <laughs> it, feel, it feels like a bridge too far and I don't know that I could defend it in court I support that. I <laughs> where are you in terms of PDA uh, at the workplace huh or at even I guess this is a little different but like what if you were at a rap party or out with co-workers the rap party and the co-workers I feel like that's especially if you're out with co-workers mm. That's interesting because we work in writers' rooms, which is a different exactly. animal. <laughs> like, I know. No one's being professional. It's a, it's a tame is. people kissing at a bar is like you know tame. Yes, uh, compared to what you hear during the day. Um, so true. You know, I, listen. I feel like I'm very for all of it. 
I love it. I think I I'm before. It. I think I'm for it in the workplace too. I love it so much. <laughs> as long as it, again, it's consensual, consensual and you're not crossing yeah. any weird boundaries. Yeah. yeah, I totally agree. I also think there's a difference between if you know your partner stops by to you know drop something off or say hi or see the set and you kiss them goodbye versus if you are coworkers especially in the writer's room i've never oh, that's worked weird. i've never worked with people who were dating but i can imagine it would have come with its own oh, set of God. interesting scenarios can you imagine somebody sitting in somebody's lap in the writer's room they in a comedy room they would never hear the end of it i mean oh that would be God. it that would be an offense <laughs> so big nobody would just be watching they would be shamed into oblivion god the thought is horrifying <laughs> it's giving me chills it's truly a chilling thought i'm so embarrassed already and it's never even happened what about at the airport yeah go for it Typically, Great. people are like leaving each other or seeing or reuniting with each other. Like, you know, I'm also just like a lover of rom-coms like everybody. Same. Like, that's how you know it's real. You got to exactly. run down. The, you got to run after the plane <laughs> and then make out. Exactly. Uh, I don't see enough of that. In fact, I think the airport would be a better, more tolerable place if there were more people running through to yes. make out with each other. Love it. And then last but not least on this list for you is making out in a pool. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, listen, pools are so disgusting. That's and, how I feel. <laughs> yeah. And like making out is like the least of all the offenses. You know what I mean? People are peeing in there. It's all kind of, like everything is happening in that pool. You're and so, right. so, you know, have a good time. <laughs> you're just not going to go in the pool. I mean, if you're I'm just saying once you decide to go in the pool, you accept all the risks involved. <laughs> and so that too feels like one of them and maybe one of the tamer ones. You know, like how big is the pool? Like, <laughs> like, like, am I do I am I forced to be close to these people because of the size of the pool? Like, all of these right. things come into play, <laughs> right? If you are sitting in the hot tub and two other people that's come into lot. the small hot tub, that's a lot. Out, it's yeah. a lot. It's that's a, that's a lot. It's invasive. There's yeah. got to be a spatial invasive. Agree line with as that. Well. Yeah. Are yeah. we still? Is it still six feet? Are we going with COVID? Level. Six feet feels maybe close. I'm going to be honest. Six I feet agree feels with you. Close. <laughs> it, it really does. Now that we've actually like measured six feet, if you plop next to me six feet away at the park, even just to sit down next to me, I'm like, what are you doing? What Find are you doing spot. with all of this space available to us? Why are you here? <laughs> I totally agree with you. Uh, I, I love that very much. I, I think we're on the same page with a lot of these lines. I mean, Taylor, this was so easy. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I really wish I could tell you that I was like some totalitarian dictator who wanted all of us to uh, stop touching each other and live in a place of fear-based kissing, but I am not that person. Fear-based kissing. Oh, God. <laughs> Uh, I love it so much. I think, yes, we should be free to do whatever you want with your partner as long as it's consensual. Uh, you know, if you're going to do it in a public setting, try to be slightly respectful, but also don't let people judge you. Just let's show yeah. some love. Yeah, yeah. Don't, and just like don't physically invade anybody else with your touching. Yes, you know? so true. I think, I think that's a good line. <laughs> I love that line. I love that line. It's perfect. Um, yeah, well, so I think you've done a wonderful job. Do you have any last words that you want to share with us? No, let's everybody hold hands and hug. And, you know, whenever this is over, go hug a friend. 
you know we, we I need can't it. wait we i can't it. wait to see you i'm giving you a huge hug the next time i see you so yes, long as we're indeed. allowed to do that can't wait yes that's beautiful thank you so very much we're Yay, not, this is so much fun truly the best we're not going to do a eulogy today but i do want to plug some of your upcoming stuff thank you so much again to akila green for joining us today and dying on the hill of pda is the best uh, you can stay up to date on all of akila's projects by following her on instagram and twitter at akila green it's a-k-i-l-a-h g-r-e-e-n and staying tuned for a black lady sketch show season two hopefully coming out sooner rather than later akila you're the best and i can't wait for you to walk me down the aisle thank you so very much for doing this this was delightful (laughs) thank you so much hey guys thank you for listening to hills i die on if you like what you hear don't forget to like and subscribe on apple podcasts and leave us a review letting us know what you think you can also follow the podcast on instagram at hills i die on podcast and on twitter at hills i die on follow me on twitter slash instagram at i'm taylor cox thanks again for listening and hope to see you next week forever This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram at Forever Dog Team and liking our page on Facebook.